Good evening and welcome to this episode of the podcast Fall Asleep To. I'm your host, Jimmy Joe, and I am here to talk about things that are unimportant and uninteresting. So you take this train to Sleepy Town. Here in my Highland Park studio, as usual, I'm especially tired today. I exercised the other day uh, for the first time in a while. I had had a, a minor injury that had kept me uh, away from the climb gym for a while. So I just got back in the other day and uh, you know worked out a lot of those muscles that I hadn't been working out. So really, really did a number on me. But it, uh, it felt good to be back there doing my thing. Sometimes that's what, uh, sometimes we need that just to show up. It's good, it can be good for your, your mental health. I mean, exercising for your physical health as well, but, you know, for, uh, for lots of stuff, it's just showing up to do the thing. Maybe if you're a creative person, a lot of times the the trick to getting the work done is just showing up, even if even if some days you don't you don't get everything, you don't get what you want to get, as long as you're there. You know, sitting in front of your computer or at your camera or at your canvas and paint or whatever, whatever thing you do. Even if you don't type a word, you don't uh, brush a single stroke. You don't shoot a single frame. Showing up is at least, uh, that's, that's, that's a start. That's how you set yourself up for success. Not gonna get it done if you don't show up. You can show up and not get it done, but not the other way around. Just showing up. It's real important. Some birds outside. Producers Melvin and Moose are not super fond of birds. 
they are producing from the bedroom where they're sleeping on the bed right now. It's been an inside day for them. They seem alright with that. Muscles are very tender. So we can go ahead and uh, just do some more grounding. Bringing up the thing. have a picture of this worksheet. Yeah, I have pictures of these worksheets my past therapists have given me in a folder on my phone called Mental Health. Some of the most important pictures on my phone are in this folder. Again, I'm reading uh, these um, from a worksheet that appears to have been made by Lisa and Havitz, PhD. I didn't uh, ask for the source of the content when my therapist gave me these papers years ago. And I, yeah, so I don't know where they originally came from. So this is the same worksheet that I used uh, in previous episodes. Uh, episode 83, which was last week's episode, Physical Grounding. And episode 78, Mental Grounding. That was from a, was a couple months ago, probably. Maybe like a month and a half ago, sometime in February. So I'll go over grounding again. Um, Dr. Nahavitz says that it's uh, detaching from emotional pain. And I think for me personally, and I need to uh, stress, and uh, this is true, not just for this episode, but for all episodes, I am not a medical professional. I have no relevant medical training. I'm reading with my interpretation from these documents. This should not be considered medical advice ever in any way. Anything I ever say on the show should never be considered medical advice or advice of any kind. So, now that that's out of the way. So, Dr. Nahavitz says, uh, detaching from emotional pain. I find this also... Um, 
I don't know if this would be like a variation of that or just sort of a different use, a different application. But for me, I think it's uh, useful also if you're starting to feel like you're spiraling. Like if you're mentally sort of stuck on something or if you're thinking about things that stress you out or give you anxiety or to make you depressed and they're, uh, maybe you're catastrophizing, that's a big, big thing that I do sometimes. That I think many people do. And so, um, you know, when you start to feel that sort of over, for me at least, when I start to feel that sort of overwhelming sense of uh, just helplessness or fear or doom or dread or whatever it is, um, that's when I've used uh, grounding techniques before. And ideally, you, you can, if you're going to, be in a situation where you need to use them you you can recognize earlier before you're too far into it so you can start using them uh, maybe a little preemptively but whether or not that's you it's uh you know you can still you can still do your thing and you'll get through it Anyway, yeah, so mainly it's gaining control. And it actually says later on this worksheet, it's, it's like can help uh, when you're feeling too much, with overwhelming emotions or memories, or too little if you're feeling numb or dissociating. Things to help find balance. This is fun. This says uh, keep your eyes open when you do it with the light on. Stay in touch while you're grounding. But this can be done anytime, any place, anywhere. Um, rate your mood before and after. You can do a zero to ten scale if you want. Uh, to see if it worked. That might be good if you're, especially if you're starting and trying to find uh, what kinds of grounding work for you or if grounding works for you at all. It says, uh, no talking about negative feelings. So this is not a way to work through the feelings, but this is a way to distract so that you can gain control so that you can later work through the feelings. Uh, it says stay neutral. If you're doing a mental grounding tech, uh, exercise, maybe describing the, the uh, environment. Don't say, uh, you know, the lamp is red and is shining and it looks bad just say the lamp is red it's turned off right now you know just neutral observations
And this is not relaxation training. It's uh, an active thing to distract and not focus on negative feelings. Anyway, so we've done mental grounding and physical grounding. This this now is uh, what Dr. Nahavitz describes as soothing grounding. So this one is, uh, say kind statements, as if you were talking to a small child. And it has the example. You are a good person going through a hard time. You'll get through this. You are a good person, a good sleepy person, getting relaxed, and you'll fall asleep eventually. You always do. This is a good one. Think of favorites. What's your favorite color? Where's your favorite place? What's your favorite food? Your favorite animal? so you didn't hear it but I got a phone call and uh yeah anyway I got a new phone oh I'm so tired um new phone uh that does face ID it's my first time having it and I find that uh usually it's pretty good Sometimes with the phone's at sort of a weird angle, maybe it's not as good. Or more often, if I'm like looking at my phone like from bed, like if I get like a text or something and like while I'm like, you know, going to bed and I have my glasses off or like especially if I woke up and my face is like, you know, in sleep mode, it really has a hard time recognizing me. Anyway, neither here nor there. Uh, the next one is a picture. People you care about. Look at pictures of them if you can. So, yeah. Family can be good for a lot of people. Or maybe you're... Uh, you know, romantic partner. Or just your friends. Or for me sometimes, the cats. Producers Melvin and Moose. I love them. They make me happy. Actually, at work yesterday, my boss was getting a little, uh, little peeved about a personal thing. At a mechanic, but anyway, she was a little peeved and getting more peeved. I might even say she was getting uh, angry. 
I had some pictures of Melvin and Moose, and I said, hey, you know, I think it'll be good for your, uh, your blood pressure. If you just look at some of these pictures. And, uh, yeah, I think it helped. I know I enjoyed looking at the pictures. The next one, uh, I mean, I'm not one to question a doctor, but I'm also not giving medical advice. So it says, remember the words to an inspiring song, quotation, or poem that makes you feel better. And it has the example, uh, the serenity prayer. And I'm not sure what that is, but I know I've heard from fiction that uh, repeating the phrase serenity now can be an unhealthy way to uh, deal with your uh, anger. But again, I don't know. I'm not a doctor. Next one is remember a safe space and describe that place, a soothing place, like the mountains or your favorite uh, room to read in beach and focus on everything about that place the sounds the colors the objects textures next one is a say a coping statement like i can handle this this feeling will pass and I think that's actually good. Different from Serenity Now, because I think that statements like those two examples that are on the thing, um, they're good. They give, uh, I don't know, I don't know how to phrase what I'm trying to say. It's like, it's not like a, a trapped thing. It's like, you know, I can handle this. This will pass. Like, that's like uh, an assessment, an assessment of the situation, a positive assessment. But it's just an assessment, whereas, you know, serenity now is almost sort of like taking, uh, taking away the reality of the situation. Telling yourself that, you know, you're going to get through it. That you're capable of getting through it. That you're a good person. I think that's good that you're just assessing something. But trying to push push away your feelings by just saying serenity now. That seems, uh, seems like avoiding. And even though these techniques are sort of centered on the idea of distraction... I think there's healthy ways to distract and unhealthy ways to distract. Again, I am not a doctor. None of this should be considered medical advice. Oh, this is, this is a nice one. Plan out a nice treat for yourself. Maybe it's a piece of candy. Maybe it's uh, a day at the spa. 
or, uh, you know, a nice dinner, a warm bath, food and, and, uh, hot water treatments I seem to be focusing on. Personally, I really enjoy the Korean spas, uh, several here in Los Angeles and Koreatown that are, you know, uh, an affordable, a reasonably affordable way to sort of treat yourself. They're not like those spas that are, you know, $400 to get into and then, you know, oh, you want a massage? Well, that's another $1,000, sir. It's uh, much more affordable than that. I, I described going to the spot with some friends in an episode. I'm trying to see. It was episode 55 of the podcast, which was sometime last year, I'm thinking. And uh, that's episode is called Naked with Friends. And the last one is, think of something uh, you're looking forward to next week. Which I think is really good. It's really good to give ourselves things that we're looking forward to that are soon but not immediate. I think next week. That's a, that's a really good time frame, I think. Something you're looking forward to next week. I really like that. Because, you know, it's not far away. It's not so far away like, oh, I can't wait until I'm done shooting this movie, you know, four months from now. But it's also not like, you know, something that gets you through like, oh, I can't wait until ten minutes from now when I can, uh, you know, grab that cup of coffee. And then, you know, that's gets you through a very short amount of time. But next week, that's that's really good amount of time, I think. Far enough away that it's something to look forward to for a while, but near enough that it's something that is, um, more, more of a real, like, and still has a certain sense, a certain level of immediacy. I like that. And I think that thing could be, you know, that thing could be anything. You know, uh, I can't wait until I get that haircut next week. Oh, I can't wait until I go and see, uh, Go see my my brother next week. So, uh, that's going to be it for this week's episode. Thank you for listening. Um... I've been receiving more ratings and reviews on, uh, mainly on Apple Podcasts. Uh, thank you very much. I always appreciate that. Warns my little heart when I see another five-star rating and a kind review. And apparently it also helps people find the podcast. So thank you. That's a great way to support the show. Uh, you can follow on Instagram, podcast fall asleep to for, uh, Usually it's a picture, a week, basically a weekly picture of the cats whenever a new episode comes out. Usually just one of the cats, but the cats, uh, Melvin and Moose, that is. Producers Melvin and Moose. And uh, Twitter, uh, links to the different uh, 
ways to listen to the show. Podcast T-F-A-T. Podcast T-Fat, as in to fall asleep to. And then uh, if you, you can interact with me on any of those. You can also email at podcastfallasleep2 at gmail.com. Great place if you want to say hello or if you have an idea for something you want to hear on the show. Uh, and if you want to make sure I do whatever your idea is, you can make it. Or if you just want to support the show in a much more tangible way, you can donate at podcastfallsleep2.com. Any donation really helps. And with any donation comes a sponsorship. So you can tell me something you want to hear on the show you want me to do, and I will do my best. No refunds. Just nothing... Um, Offensive, or that could get me in trouble legally for like copyright or slander or any of that sort of shit. So, anyway, thank you so much for listening. I hope that you are feeling relaxed. I hope you've fallen asleep. And uh, just remember, you're a good person. And you're going to fall asleep, and everything is going to be great. So, once again, thanks for listening. I'm your friend, Jimmy Joe. Until next week, sweet dreams.